Hello, tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao, matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are, and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash Shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash Shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And if anyone hasn't told you that you're loved, (laughs) well, they should have because you are and I love you. 
and the universe loves you and the trees love you and the sky loves you and the sun loves you. So you've got a lot of love coming in from so many places. So there's no excuse not to radiate or to shine or to just let yourself be happy and free and living your life. And if there are things in your life that are getting in your way, right? Like let's say you have, you know, financial issues or you you still want to call in that person to love you and so forth. Right now, I would say to you is that all of these things that are happening on the outside of you is because there's some part of your being that's needing love from the inside. So what is that part, right? What is that part of you that is saying, hey, the reason why you have financial issues is because you're not looking at something correctly or you're still accepting an old belief or an old idea that isn't supporting that which you're asking to come into fruition. So when we get into really understanding how to to clearly meditate and how to clearly put our mind into things to to manifest, right? Because who doesn't want to manifest amazing things in their life, right? And the way you do so is you use the things that are happening in your life that you don't like as opportunities to see what's going on internally, right? So for instance, you know, if you have situations where you're having difficulty with money or you don't have a relationship or you're having health stuff, what inside of you is asking to have more truth, right? Like there's a part of you inside that is been given wrong information or that is taking in wrong information from the past and it hasn't been upgraded. And you got to upgrade yourself. You got to level yourself up. And leveling yourself up is about being able to step into an awareness that everything on the outside is matching what's going on on the inside. So if you have a dysfunctional relationship with someone and you're arguing all the time and you're bickering and you're fighting, that's because you're not in alignment with yourself. If you feel abandoned on the outside, it's because you've abandoned your soul, which means you've abandoned God, right? And if you are feeling like people are neglecting you, it's because you're neglecting you. If you're having money problems and you're not getting what you're worth, it's because you don't believe in your worth. And if you're outside looking at things where you want a person to come in to love you, you want to be able to go um, have that, that one special person come in, that's because you haven't acknowledged the special person within. So I really want to help you understand that the that the reflections from the outside, right? Because we can't give too much energy to the outside. It's really hilarious because a lot of times that's what we think we have to do is to fix the outside, make changes on the outside. But to truly engage in one's ability to make change in the matrix, one has to be able to see the change inside of themselves. Kind of like finding that space that where that thing exists or whatever that is and actually shifting it and moving it with your consciousness or with your emotions or with a word or thought or sound right so let's 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 take a very simple one right someone says you know people come into my life and they always abandon me they always leave me they they are never there okay got it so Those people are doing that because they are matching the frequency reflection of what you are doing to yourself. So go inside and really look at where are you abandoning yourself? And that could be just the fact that you're not listening to your soul. That could be the fact that you're not showing up for yourself. You're not creating the boundaries that you need for yourself. You're not giving to yourself showing up for yourself, having conversation with yourself, nurturing yourself, and and even even just empowering yourself with acknowledgement of the things you have done and have that relationship. So I would communicate to the part of my being inside and be like, where am I neglecting you, little boy or little girl, that I have abandoned you? Where am I not listening to you? Or am I taking what you're telling me and just kind of throwing it in the trash can because I'm creating all kinds of excuses or reasonings that why something wouldn't work or how or something is ridiculous if I do. Like, I remember once my little boy said to me, I really want to go more to the beach. And I thought, 
go to the beach when I have so much stuff to get done. I have so many things to get done. Then I realized that that voice that was saying I had so much to get done was the voice that was stopping the relationship with me. So I went to the beach and I spent the day on the beach and I acted like a kid. I literally got a little um, sand bucket and some scoopers and I went to the beach and I built sand castles and dug and dug and dug and then I laid out and like read a book and then walked and then laughed and then stared at the ocean in meditation and then screamed and ran up the beach shaking my hands above my head going, ah, all of it. And then all of a sudden, like within that week, the most amazing financial opportunities opened up for me. And it was this amazing thing. And, you know, and when I asked my little boy why, he said, well, because you spent time with me, you acknowledged me and you loved me and you let me have fun. We had fun together. And that shows value and worth that you have worth in me and love in me. And so here's the reflection of what that looks like in your world. And so all these amazing things were coming in. People were like, oh my God, would you like to go do this? And I'd love to pay for you to go here. And why don't you take a little vacation? I have, you know, this timeshare where you can go and relax and take like two weeks for yourself, shaman. Or, you know, you can come here. And it, it was just like everything was opening up financially and giving me such great value and worth. But it's because I went inside and created that for myself. I cultivated my own internal so that I can experience my external in the way that I would like to experience it. So a lot of times people react like they'll say, oh my God, I have no money in the bank. I'm running out of money. Well, the reason why you're running out of money, you have no money in the bank is because you're operating internally from a place of lack or limitation. You've told some aspect of your little boy or little girl inside that there are restraints to how they are able to see their worth and their value and what they're able to create. And it could be just as simple as someone, you know, I said something to this woman once. I said, you know, your little girl said she would like you to do art. She goes, art, shaman, I love you, but I'm sorry, but I'm not an artist. I said, um, okay. So you use the word, I'm not an artist. I go, have you explored it? She's like, when I was young, I did. And I really liked it, but I, you know, I, I stopped doing it and stuff. And it's not something that I really want to do. I said, maybe it's not something that the part of you that has taken life way too seriously and actually thinks that you are really wanting to do these other things because you're looking at it from the state of like, oh, this is going to bring me money and success and so forth. But you haven't explored yourself. So you're literally neglecting yourself and not acknowledging yourself. And that's the reason why you're not being acknowledged in other areas of your life. I said, literally... I talked to her little girl and I said, what, what is going on? And she said, every time I tell her I want to go do art, she tells me I'm not an artist and that there's other artists better than me and that my stuff isn't going to be that great. And then when she starts, she doesn't like it and she throws it in the trash can, which hurts me because she's not letting me follow the process through. So I said, why don't you just let your little girl follow the process? Just go do some art and see where it leads you. So she did. And she kept doing it and she kept doing it and she kept doing it. And before you know it, all of a sudden she's doing it and now she's like, has art pieces that she's giving to friends and then it went from that to her doing her own show she had no idea that she was an artist inside no idea none whatsoever thought i can't be like this or that she was comparing herself and putting herself down because she was not giving love to herself so the universe was like we have all these amazing things we want to bring to you but you're not even living your truth I mean, sure, she's great in what she was doing and she's working in the tech tech world, but she doesn't understand that there's not, you're not just here to do one thing, you're here to do multiple things, you know? So the fact that you're here to do multiple things is is a blessing and should be looked at and acknowledged, you know? I think for myself, I'm a shaman, yes, but my shaman doesn't just carry over to me just constantly doing things shamanically. That's who I am. However, I also do music and I am great with, you know, writing poetry and I'm a great artist when it comes to taking and making recycled art. 
And, uh, you know, there's so many things that I can do other than just be Shaman Durek. The ethics and the core values that I have as a shaman, well, yeah, that's a part of, that goes into everything. But I don't go into this, this is my career, this is my thing, you know, because you're limiting yourself, you're boxing yourself, you're putting yourself into some kind of label that doesn't kind of allow other things to come in. So you're kind of, kind of creating this own little space for yourself where you're not available for all the amazing, wondrous adventures that spirit has for you that could, you know, come in in another ways, you know, and a lot of times when people, you know, hear me perform, because I used to do a lot of performances, I'm, I do a lot of, you know, like, uh, what you call it, electronic music and things of this nature. And I would, you know, I used to do perform and I wrote this song called Rocket Ship. And I did, I performed in front of 500 people. And for me, it was great because I used to go in the studio with my friend and we'd make all these really electronic songs and, you know, and I would be like, on the rocket ship, five, four, three, two, one, you know, and, and like, I would be like, dance, I came out with like this silver vest and like, you know, it was really cool pants and cool boots and stuff. And I had these backup dancers with me on stage and it was very, you know, just like we were doing really things. And I had a friend come in and he was like singing opera with it. And we're like, I'm going to take you on a trip on the rocket ship, the rocket ship, blast off five, four, three, two, one. And then, like, and, and the, the whole thing was really amazing. People were like dancing and jumping and stuff, and you know, doing all this stuff. And this friend came up to me, she's like, I had no idea that you did music. I was like, Yeah, I do music and I do other things too. Like, I, you know, I have, I did music with different DJs, and you know, a lot of songs that I've been involved in has been played at Burning Man and like, you know, other music festivals and things. And I have a company that I do with a friend of mine, um, you know, and we do all kinds of stuff together. And it's a part, it's another aspect of me. But I would have never gotten to that place if I didn't have a relationship with my little boy inside my soul, which is God. I mean, God's always basically saying, like, who do you say I am and what do you say I can do? And every time you say something negative to me, because of my unconditional love for you, I literally have to create it. So if you believe you only get rewarded when you do something good, you're only going to get rewarded when you actually think you've done something good. And until then, you're going to get the opposite because that's your belief system that you've told me to follow. I'm not here to justify your understanding of duality or your reason for being. I'm here to help you define the understanding of free will, which is decide what I am and decide what I can do. And what you say I am and what you say you can do is what I'll make it so. So that's what God is. And if people knew that, like if they actually knew that all manifestation and the ability to manifest anything or bring anything into fruition to see it actually physically become something, right? You have to have the right formula. And the formula isn't, I can't do this, or it's too hard, or, you know, um, that person's really good at it, but I'm not, or I was never really good at singing, so I'm not going to sing. You know, you're, like, you're just cutting yourself off before you give yourself a chance. And that's just so detrimental and destructive. Stop being destructive. Stop cutting yourself off before giving yourself a chance. You have no right to tell that child inside, which is the creator, that it can't do something. You have no right. You have no right to tell yourself you're not good enough. You have no right to do that. You have no right. Who are you to decide the quantum levels of the universe that exist when you can't see all of them yet? And notice I said yet right? Because you're only going to be, have access to that level of quantum thinking if you start opening your vessel up to the possibility of all things. The possibility that you can say, the possibility you could be, you know, the next president or council member, or you could be anything that you say you could be, you can be. You can heal, you can transform, you can, you can move mountains if you believe you can. You know, one of the, 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 the understanding of, you know, in shamanism, when we actually choose, you know, an apprentice or someone to follow that path, 
is to see if one of the, the traits is to see if they are able to believe in the imagination, the dream is being possible to become physical and experience it in the physical realm. Are they able to bridge the spiritual realm, the realm of thought, or the realm of emotion into physical matter, right? Which is true alchemy. Right, It's taking the invisible and making it into the tangible. So every time, if you are constantly telling yourself things like, you know, I'm not good enough unless I get accolades from other people, why the heavens do you want accolades from other people? Why would you need that from other people? And why would you need that from other people before you have it with yourself? Do you realize how dangerous that is? Do you realize? I mean, I don't know if, 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 if you get how dangerous it is to seek approval and validation before giving it to yourself. You're literally walking into a situation that could make you become entrapped, enslaved, attacked, the list oppressed. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, literally, you could walk into a situation and literally destroy your whole entire life just because you're waiting to hear from someone an accolade and the darkness decides to send someone who's been one of their puppets into your life and be like, yeah, you know what? Your shit sucks. That's it. Done. Off. Off the grid. Boom. You're out. Get out. You're out of here. You're done. You're done. Because darkness sees, oh, you're so insecure. You don't even know who you are. You don't even, you haven't even told God what God can do. You don't even know that God is inside of you, listening to your every word and your every belief as truth and proclamation to the, to what it, you can be and what you believe um, you can achieve and what you feel uh, you will be able to experience through your feelings and what you'll be able to see. You know, Nope, nope, nope. They don't see that. They think God is outside of them. Some force that they have to play that we've put into their system. <laughs> That's how darkness thinks. Darkness is like, oh, you know what they think? They, we have survival. We have to save our dark realm and we need fear and we need them to change the light into darkness so we can drain that, that, that light from, that gets turned into darkness into our world to keep our world going. This isn't a hate thing. Look, look, peeps, okay? Look, all right, yes, we come from the underworld and we like it there because we don't want to take responsibility for the things we did when we had a body at one time or another or how we used, misused our abilities. We don't want to take responsibility for that. We don't think we can be loved. So the reality is we need our world to exist. And guess what? Our world exists with darkness. We need more fear. We need more chaos. We need more disruption. In, in the fields of consciousness, we need more of you taking your beautiful light that is your birthright and choosing with your own free will to turn it into dark matter that we can take and utilize to build our world bigger and better and quicker and faster and stretch it throughout the universe. So no hard feelings. But we are going to be tapping into your thoughts. And if you don't know who you are, and if you don't know that God is inside of you, and every time you say something to yourself or a belief to yourself, because God loves you unconditionally, but you don't know that because we made sure we infiltrated your religion, by the way. Oh yeah, just so you know, we infiltrated your religion. Long, 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 long time ago, we knew that the telephone effect would be real thing on earth that if we created one you know distortion a small tiny distortion that distortion would grow because you human beings don't know how to think outside of your perception so you don't know how to see outside of your perception you believe whatever's in front of you you accept it if you see pain and suffering, you accept that that's what's happening. You don't realize you're a quantum being and you can look at many angles because guess what? We made sure you don't understand that. And you know how we did that? We put a negative energy into someone who believed it so strong and shared it with another person, another person, another person, another person. And then we did it till they got to the places with the people who actually control things on earth, you know, like your higher ups, your authorities. And we made them just mass filter it to every single person. And if they didn't obey the laws that we put into their minds for them to create, to make other people obey, we just offed you, you know, because look, Look, don't get upset, okay? 
we know that you don't like killings and we know that you don't like seeing people die and all that kind of stuff. And we get it. We get it. But because you're so human and you forgot what you really are, we haven't. So we know that your biological spacesuit is just that. It's a spacesuit. And we'll poke as many holes in it if we feel that you are trying to overthrow our system. What we have to do, which is to survive. We have to survive in the dark realm. And we need you, human beings, who are beings of light, to use your free will with God because we know God loves you unconditionally and will do everything you say, we ask you to use your free will by getting into your mind and making you think against God and ask your you to turn the light of your being and the power of God against you into darkness so that we can, because we need the light, but we can't have it at its full force because then our whole world would, would you know, go into the light and we'd have to face responsibility for everything we did with love. And then of course, you know, a lot of us have programmed in the dark realms that, you know, God doesn't love us because look at what we did because that's how we keep beings there. That's how we keep the vacuum there. You know, the void, that's how we keep people in the void is making them feel guilty for everything they did so we can keep building our world. We're not going to let them know that God would love them unconditionally and ask them that they could go home and be loved, you know? I mean, you don't think we, we didn't like the fact that someone had the nerve to write the prodigal son in the Bible, but, but most people didn't even know what it meant. So it's fine. We actually created so many other things in the Bible and other things in the Quran and other things in other people's religions and belief systems that have like little, you know, moments where, you know, they feel like they're getting like all this love, but then there's all this judgment and fear and damnation and hell and all that stuff that we orchestrated so that you would go against yourself. You see, here's the thing, okay? I'm just going to share it with you. So the fact of the matter is, is that when we infiltrated you human beings, because we needed our realm to exist, it was a long, long time ago, you all were in this beautiful harmony with each other. And there was all this love and connection. And there was being this, this realm was of, of beautiful light. And we saw in your universe that you had all this light and everything was moving in this direction. And there are all these other beings like the Palladians and Octurians, and everyone was building this beautiful intergalactic solar system that was representing the highest frequencies of light for other types of planetary kingdoms, which we've already inhabited, by the way. But, you know, nonetheless, we're not here to fight the light, truly. We are here to sustain our own plane of consciousness. And so what we figured out was we knew that very close to your planet, there is another galaxy where there are beings that we've already infiltrated and we had them come with their technology to your planet and when they got here, they used a frequency that made sure that you could not understand each other anymore because you were communicating in harmony with animals and nature. And you're like using your emotions to constantly stay in this harmonious place of love and connection. And that you gave respect to animals and to nature and to everything. And like, yuck, you know, like we could never get like our darkness to you, for you to be a place to be a, you know, a cropping station for us so that we could continue building our dark planes in other galaxies, in other dimensions through black holes where we exist. So we brought them here. You saw them as these gods that came here. And in fact, they enslaved you, but not in the way that you think enslavement looks. Because most of you human beings think to enslave someone is to actually cause pain to them by actually whipping and beating them, which is, you know, a lot of things that a lot of the people we infiltrated at one time did to a lot of people on earth and we're not going to give you names, but I'm sure you kind of get the picture. The thing is, is that, so what we did is we literally had a situation where we stepped into a way of realizing that you human beings just accept things with complete open heart and love because you were synthesizing emotions as your way of communicating. So we had these beings come here and create a different synthesis by breaking up your emotions and scattering your language and your ability to speak so that you would see each other and not be able to communicate with each other and then go off into these very divisive groups. And then we started infiltrating your groups one by one because you're no longer a whole. So we started making you more and more divisive towards each other to infiltrate your thoughts. And you know what we did? Yeah. So get this. What we did to you was we cut off your feminine energy. Yeah. <laughs> 
So when we cut off your feminine energy, we made it so that any feminine energy, because we know it connected to the emotions and your ability to feel and sense and be aware of all things at all times and the connection of you and other people, not as like these individuals, but as a group and a collective. And we couldn't have that because, you know, I mean, hey, I, I mean, you were figuring things out and we don't want you to figure things out. So we needed your planet to be a cropping station for us so that we can continue to build our dark realms and expand them. And we need a feeding source. And so we decided to put you into what we call the matrix. And the matrix is built to make you believe that you have freedom, but we use your mind and your intelligence and your emotions against you. So we had to get rid of the feminine because the feminine can always see in balance. And we wanted the masculine to override the feminine so that you would get into a very us versus them mentality and start killing each other. And we needed someone to kill someone because some of you were a disobeying the system that we've put in place and fighting these beings and going against everything. And so we realized that we couldn't anymore be in that form. So those beings left in their starship, which is what you call it. And we didn't begin to realize the only way we can keep you subjugated is through your thoughts. So we've been using telepathic energy frequencies because you don't know how your brain works. And we've been sending messages into all these people of all these ancient times in Egypt and you name it, all the cultures and civilizations that built a lot of the nations you have today. We've infiltrated their thoughts and made them do the most horrendous acts of invoking fear of everything, even down to your religion, making you believe that God would punish you and hurt you and toss you aside like yesterday's trash made you subconsciously create a belief that you would do the same to yourself. I mean, think about it. If you had an island and we put you on an island and we told you that God can destroy you or hurt you if you don't obey the rules, and then we take another group of your species and put them on an island and tell them that they're unconditionally loved and leave you for like, let's say 30 or 40, maybe 100 years and come back, what do you think each island would look like? (laughs) So it was a perfect plan, right? We figured it out because, you know, we're very smart beings in in the dark planes, just so you know. So you humans better, if you really think you're going to like, you know, take the system down and like overthrow the system from your nightmare that we've caused you, um, because look, we're not trying to hurt you. We just want to have control of how we are able to adapt our realm of darkness that that was created and so we need that you know how do i say light from you we need your light so you have a lot of light in your being right and it's more than you even know like when people talk about light they have no idea how bright you actually look to us and we need you because you have free will cuz that's because you're a creator because God, anything God creates, it gives it this amazing will to, to choose when it has consciousness, and that's what you are. And so what we need, because God's inside of you, and God doesn't operate the way we told you God operates, <laughs> which has been really interesting to watch that you all could not figure it out. That no people, I mean, I wouldn't say all, I would say that a little bit of you figured it out. And those ones who did, we had to kind of like, you know, Yeah, we had to take you out. I mean, yeah, that's why we had witch burnings and all this kind of stuff, because you were just getting too smart for your own britches. But the thing of the matter is, is that you didn't, a lot of people didn't have it figured out. And a lot of people don't today. You actually are going around cutting off your joy, your happiness, your pleasure, your ecstasy, your labeling yourself straight, the gay, this, that, doing everything we want you to do. So you stay in a perpetual box that we've manifested perfectly by using your own power against you. And all we've done is make suggestions in your thoughts. And you literally took those suggestions that we gave you because we just kept enforcing them over and over again, not only through your thoughts, but through the people around you that are our puppets because they've been completely taken over. And we've actually made you give up all of these things and hurt people, kill people, do all these things and act corrupt towards each other because you don't have this or this person has that. And oh, and by the way, we even made it so that people would kill and say in the name of God and kill animals too and then justify it because they're hungry. When in fact, we know good and well that that animal is screaming to you the whole entire time asking you, please don't do this. (laughs) 
you don't understand, I love you. And, you know, you just don't get it because you forgot how to communicate in your first language, which was emotions. You don't feel anything. So we've dulled down your senses. We've completely infiltrated your beings and made it so that you don't feel what a tree feels and you don't feel what an animal feels. So you don't have an understanding of it. And the tribes and the indigenous people, God, they get on our last nerves. You know, those ones that have shamans who kind of keep, keep the tribe aware of the old ways and reminding them that trees actually have feelings and animals do have feelings. So if we are going to do, you are going to do things that there should be this sacredness and this respect and this ceremony and all this jaw-jaw stuff, you know? It's like, that's why we had to go on the whole witch hunt and shaman hunt. Like we went and killed so many shamans and witches. Like we didn't do it. You did it, but we suggested you do it and you did it, which was great. Cause then it made it so that way that that old knowledge of your ability to tap into the spirit world would be more lost and look what you did. You created medicine and science and you took away spirituality from it, which is the ability to understand the invisible planes and how those actual science and medicine things actually work and come from. And so because you don't understand the missing links of information and data that connects everything together, so there's constant sickness and illness and pain and suffering and loss and poverty and degradation and destruction and war. And But we're not going to have you annihilate yourself. Don't worry about that. Like it, We might have rumors of it just to generate en enough fear so we can feed our plane. And trust me, we, we are building something really big. We are planning on taking over multiple universes at once. Like you don't know that you're in one, you're multi, you, there's so many universes and we need to expand. We are talking about new plans in the realm of darkness. And so that's why we've been turning up the heat because we need more fear. We need you to generate more fear, more reaction. So please go out there and be afraid of everything. Be afraid of your brothers and sisters. Argue, fight, yell, get mad, hold grudges react to your leaders like get mad at everything blame everyone go on witch hunts after each other keep doing all of those things because that's what we need to keep our world going and you know and religious people oh my god they're the best servants of the darkness they have no idea that every single time they think that god would punish or do something against them and they lower some aspect of themselves or they they judge some aspect of themselves or they judge another person or they throw their kid out because they were gay or whatever it is. They're just feeling our world. And the best part of it is when they die and they have to confront all the things that they did and, how, and every choice they made as a creator and how it affected every person because of it. And when they actually see the multitude of pain and suffering they actually cause, most of them don't go to the light. They go straight to our world and then they become a part of our family. It's wonderful. So we don't have to be alone. It's quite amazing. And then like, of course, you know, then there's the killers and the rapists and, you know, the ones who want mass destruction and the ones who want to like take power over power because they feel so insecure so they have to create war, you know, like ISIS, you know, all the different countries that are fighting and constantly creating this, you know, this, all these pain and suffering from all these people. And, and, you know, well, they too, when they die, they won't be going to the light because they won't be able to accept and take responsibility for the mass destruction that they caused to, to themselves and God, which is all of you. So, yeah. So, I mean, every time you're judging someone, you're actually creating more, more, more space for us to, have, to turn your beautiful light that you should be loving and honoring and really creating a, your world to expand in light frequency so you can build light realms and so forth and come into our realm and take us home by bringing love to us. But we don't want that because you know why we don't want your love? Because your love literally makes a portal that shows us our truest self and brings us home. And so then we come back to the light. And because we're in the dark, we don't really want to be in the light because then we just would have to go home. But that would probably be good for us at some point. Well, we don't know. I don't know. It's been, we've been so long in the darkness, so it doesn't really matter, really. The point of the matter is none of you are going to do that anyway. I mean, come on. You're constantly stuck in judgment. You judge people for everything. I mean, like, which, could you ever really love a rapist or a killer? Could you ever, ra ra could you ever love Hitler? Huh? Could you? I mean, because if you can't, you're definitely not going to save some of the beings in the underworld where we exist because there's a lot of them down there. And let me tell you, 
the more you fight us and the more you get mad and try to fight sickness and disease and the more you try to fight these things, they just get stronger because we've infiltrated them. Don't you understand how fun this is? Like that you don't know what's going on and like literally your species like goes into color of skin based on the fact that you guys migrated to different parts of the world and had to change and add certain you know things inside of your body so that you would ex- so you could so you could exist so you could survive and adapt you know so like those who went to the nordic countries or the place where there was cold and snow you knew that you couldn't have dark skin because too much of that in your body well you would definitely perish quickly so your body had to change its pigment so you could have lighter skin so you could adapt to the cold cold weather and then for those of you who have dark skin that everyone's called you like names and slaved you and did all these things to you that we set up for you to be done well you know you know why we did that i mean come on it's not like it's a surprise you know hey people who have darker skin in their body have a strong connection to the earth field of emotions and sensuality and all of these things and yeah that means you can actually tap in a little bit deeper but we created religion as a way to stop a lot of you from even going and using those roots you know we don't want you getting into that we want you to see that as evil and dark and everything so that way you can be completely brainwashed and not use those gifts inside of you and you know, we don't want that to happen. And also though, you know, those of you who have like really pinkish white colored skin, we know how powerful you are as well. We know you're able to access certain levels of the mind and aspects and really realize that there are certain parts of the mind that need to be cleared into a field of love. But of course, we don't want you tapping into that. So we keep you in a constant state of like selfishness and keeping you in a place where you're always just operating from a place that you are having to, you know, have this entitlement and all this kind of stuff. That's why we put you on top. Don't you get it? Because then when you feel like you're on top, you feel safe because then you don't have to really look at the emotions, which is something you have to learn. And the people who have darker skin or have pigments in their skin, we want to make sure that they're so completely caught up in religion. So we mean like, uh, you know, like Christianity and Catholicism and like every kind of like religion that makes you believe that you're like, have to praise Jesus and all this kind of stuff and whatever. And like, here's the funny thing. When Jesus was around, we tried to get Jesus to like turn on himself and he was willing to go to a sacrifice, to a cross, and he and everyone thinks that he did it for all of you. He did it for the fact of basically saying that he defied the system. I mean, you know, there there were other ways to do it, but that was the time at that time, and he, he had to do it the way he did. You know, whatever we we tried. I mean, we were in the desert with him at one point, and was like, "Hey, dude, like people are gonna hurt you. They're gonna do this to you. Like you should run. Like there's no thing, whatever." But nope, 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 nope. He chose to go the other way and be like, "I'm just gonna die for the lie that you're all living." And now everybody thinks that Jesus is God because they think because he recognized God inside of him, they all want to worship him, which is exactly what we want them to do. So that way they stay in a perpetual idea that God's outside of them and it's not something that's inside of them and that they are not like Jesus at all. I mean, even though they broke bread and drink and well, you know, and then a lot of people don't believe in Jesus and that's okay too, because we don't really care what you believe because the most important thing, it doesn't matter if you're Jewish or if you're Muslim, it doesn't matter if you're Buddhism, it doesn't matter. Whatever belief you have, it doesn't matter. Because as long as you talk to yourself in some disrespectful way and you look at yourself as this not good enough person or something's missing from you or you need some accolade from the outside world or something happened to you and that then that's the way you're going to live the rest of your life. It doesn't matter what you believe. I don't care if you're Christian, if you're Muslim, if you chant with your Gohanzin and if you follow, you know, uh, Lakshmi and Durga and if you have created your own thing, as long as you treat yourself with no respect, you treat God with disrespect and then God has to create your life to match that which you are operating from. And here's the interesting thing is that God loves you unconditionally, but you don't even realize that God loves you unconditionally But that's the reason why all these things are happening to you because God doesn't live in duality, but you don't know that. But we want you to think God lives in duality. We want you to think that God will punish you if you do bad things. So we have a lot of people, just tons of people pleasers on the planet who just run around people pleasing because they think they become good and they don't realize that true good is really just 
being aware of the divine in all of you and in themselves. So like the way they treat themselves, like they don't nurture themselves, take time for themselves, tell themselves how beautiful they are, how smart they are, how creative they are. We love it. We absolutely love it. But you know, hey, I mean, what can we say? You think we're evil. I get it. And after me telling you all this, you're probably like, wow, that's pretty evil. Well, you know what? It's not. It's just that we need to survive, you know? And I got to do what I got to do to survive. And that's the reality of it all. I'm not like coming into your room with our team, scaring you as a kid because we just want to scare you. We just don't want you coming into our world. And the only way you're going to get in our world is with love and constant love. And that's going to actually mess up our plans. And so we're not going to be happy about that. So that's why we had to come into your room as a kid to scare you. So you'll never look at the unknown. You'll always be afraid of the invisible. And if you're afraid of the invisible, then you're afraid of manifesting. You're afraid of connecting into your power. You're afraid of magic. You'll think everything's dark and evil and sinister. And oh, goodness, the list goes on. Oh, and for those of you who are like religious and follow books and all these kinds of things, couldn't you ever put two and two together? I mean, literally, God says loves you, loves you unconditionally, but at the same time can punish you and throw you in a pit of fire. I mean, didn't you see our trickery? I mean, you couldn't just see like where there was discrepancies, but you decided to just go ahead and believe it all wholeheartedly because some authority figure told you to. I mean, that's so... Hmm. Well, I'm not going to say. Let's just say that, you know, you are easily manipulated. And if you actually think you're going to take down our matrix, our system that we built with those people who want to hold that entitlement and those people who want to stay in power and will constantly make sacrifices foolishly because they actually think they're really actually doing something to appease us so they can get more power. <laughs> they're such silly fools. It's so foolish of them. I mean, can you believe there's a group of people on your planet that want so much power and want to be on the top that they'll do like sacrifices, they'll rape like children, they'll kill them, they'll do these crazy rituals, they'll put on masks, they'll do robes, they'll do all of these things because they think they're actually appeasing us. And, but they don't even know what we are. They don't even know what we are completely because we don't let them know what we are. We tell them if you do this and you do this and you do this, We'll do this for you. And then we do it. We give it to them. We give them the power to be able to manipulate the masses and we give them the ability to recognize. We, we give them the system how to keep the matrix going is to make you all slaves in the matrix and make you believe that you actually have freedom because you can take vacations and you can go off and buy a house and a car, which in fact, we sold you and the money that you made, you could have used to actually improve yourself as a human being and help the people around you improve themselves. But instead, you wanted material possessions to fill in that void that we created in you so you can constantly be vacuous in your being constantly filling yourself up with a bunch of stuff without actually filling yourself up you know what i mean like real filling yourself up like actually having a relationship with the creator that is you inside that is actually creates and has this amazing power to create things that you could possibly never imagine because we won't let you because we'll constantly keep you thinking in very third dimensional forms like what's in front of you be present in the now this kind of stuff so that you always just constantly stay in that perpetual place. But God forbid you would think that the reptilians are on our side. When in fact, the reptilians are there to actually show you the structure that was created to help you understand the matrix. And you know what? We infiltrated certain people and writers and stuff to make them believe that the reptilians were these dark beings that are there to like control you and stuff. When the reptilians are actually infiltrating the minds of certain people to try to break away all the programs of the matrix. But we're not going to let you know that because then I can't go too deep into that because then you're going to figure out things and I'm not going to, you're going to figure that on your own. But I will will tell you this though, that like every time you're afraid of anything you can't see or, you know, every time you're watching these scary movies that we've made sure that Hollywood and a lot of people create, and we've made sure that like music industry constantly parades you with, you know, broken hearts and misery and so forth. So you can constantly see like the endless road of suffering so we can get more of your light turned into darkness because all it takes is your free will to choose to step out of love and step into fear or step into sadness, step into pain and anger and rage and, you know, destruction and chaos and all the things that you humans will do once we snap our fingers. But really, and for those of you who actually think you're going to fight us, let me give you a little bit of a tidbit of information, okay? Um, if you think for one second that you're going to fight us, you better learn how to love really, 
good. I mean, really good. Like you better learn how to love so unconditionally and be so accepting of people no matter who they are and what they've done. And you better be able to completely love and be playful and free and imaginative. And you better be telling yourself how all kinds of things that you're capable of doing, even if you haven't done it. Because if you don't, the God inside of you is not going to have enough power to bust into our world and confront us and bring love to us and bring us home. Because the only way you're getting into the realm of darkness and bringing us home, baby, is if you have love. And I'm not talking just like you love your cat. I'm talking like you can love someone who's the most sinister, dark, evil person on the planet and put your arms around them and hold them because of all the horrible things that they did and how many people they slaughtered and killed in the most disgusting ways. And if you can't love that person, don't even think about coming to the dark realm because we'll get you. All we have to do is find something that makes you turn your light into darkness and will consume the very core of you. And for those of you who think of committing suicide, let me give you a tidbit of information about suicide. Okay. If you think about committing suicide, you should think very clearly about the fact that did you live your life in a way of loving yourself? Because if you commit suicide and you have any shame or guilt that we can project in you in the time of you doing it or by time you get to the other side, you'll be hanging out with us in the darkness because you won't be able to take responsibility for what you did. So be very quick to think about that before you decide to take your life. Oh, and yes, also too, those of you who constantly go around like judging people and having frustration, but think you're a really good person because you give to charity on the weekends. <laughs> Every time you judge someone and you criticize someone and you put someone down and you're not lifting and doing what Shaman Durek says, like lifting and shifting people, right? Like bringing love into them and unconditionally loving them. And like, you know, like really creating solid relationships with people because you actually care. All of that goes to us. Yeah. I mean, it's not duality. It's not like the darkness is against the light. Just so you know, I kind of want you to understand that we're not against the light. We're totally for survival and the light is not against us, but we told you it is so that you would believe it. I mean, like, did you really believe the story that we told you about God kicking out the angel in heaven? Like, how can you not see the truth? It was right there in your face. Like here it is saying God loves, God loves, God loves everything. God's omnipresent, omnipresent, and omniscient. But then God has his panties in a bunch. He decides to kick Lucifer out of heaven. As if Lucifer, an angel, could even think in a negative way because angels don't think like humans. Duh. I mean, and like angels don't even have human consciousness. Duh. They only operate in a field of love. So what all of a sudden Lucifer just came up with some new consciousness out of nowhere? I mean, huh? You couldn't put that together? Like you actually thought God just took Lucifer and just threw him down to the earth like you bad boy. And like you're down there now and it's all, you're out of heaven. You, you know, you don't belong here. Your name's not on the list. You're not coming in. Like you're not on the guest list anymore. You're done. Go to earth. Boom, you're done. And Lucifer was like this angry, angry one that started developing horns and hooves and all kinds of strange things, which is really just the story of Pan. And Pan doesn't even serve the darkness, but we sure got you to believe it does. And so literally, you think Lucifer is running around the earth doing all these things? Lucifer is an angel that just shows you who you really are and shows you what you really desire and offers you an opportunity to make a decision by looking at your reflection and decide if you want that negative reflection that we're bringing to you or do you want to be the being of light that you really are? Lucifer wasn't kicked out of heaven, but you believed it and we loved it. So we took it and made it into a narrative and like literally built a whole story around it and you all bought it like lock, stock, and barrel. I mean, it's hilarious. Like you just bought it. You're just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. You know, and you actually think God doesn't love gay people <laughs> or the fact that there even is gay people. So what if a man and a man want to have sex? So what? They're creating energy. As long as they have love and they're creating love, they're in the light. Like if they're operating from a place of which you have created, you know, by your judgments and things that we put into your mind and make you believe things because we created that whole religious thing about like, oh, you know, God just don't lay with a man. It's an abomination. We have tons of abominations we created just to make you trip up and fall down. They're like, mine. think of it like this. It's like, you know, you have this field, right? And then there's God on the other side. And this is how we set it up. So we're like, oh my God, how are we going to get humans to turn their back on God instead of going across that field? We have to make it a game. 
So we put a bunch of minefields, you know? So we put a bunch of mines in the fields and each mine is an abomination. That's something you can do that you could get in trouble with and you would actually go to hell. And one of them happened to be sleeping with a man or someone of the same sex and there's a bunch of them we've made and there's a bunch of them in the Quran. There's a bunch of them everywhere. And we just made them, we put them all over the place and that way have you all, you tripping, just constantly freaking out if you're making the right choice or if you're going to do something wrong or did you disobey God and you're such a bad person and you're going to just flog yourself. Those are the best ones. The ones who flog themselves are the Catholics who live in perpetual guilt. They have no idea that that guilt keeps them in purgatory. So they're going to live long, long lives of suffering or they're going to get to the other side and never get to the light because they have to take responsibility that they live their whole life in guilt. Some of them do. Some of them wake up and see like, okay, because there's beings on the other side called angels and ancestors that actually talk to you when you cross over to help you process the things that you're looking at that you did and how you affected the lives of so many people because of your choices. But some people just can't, you know, get through the guilt and they just come right over to us. <laughs> they don't realize that guilt is actually a spirit that hangs out with them from our realm that's like, hey, look what you did. You should feel guilty. You should feel guilty for being honest. You should feel guilty. Like guilt, literally, we actually use guilt as a way of making a lot of people feel down. When in fact, it's just their truth they don't want to take responsibility for, but they choose guilt for being happy that they should be honoring their truth, but they feel bad for honoring their truth, so they create guilt. And it's a spirit, and we've created that spirit to help them support them and keep them in purgatory. It's a wonderful thing. And if you want to know what purgatory is, it's a place we send you to keep you in a loop because you don't even know how to access your own power. So we lock you in there with your own fears, basically. I mean, in a nutshell. So the thing is, is like, yeah, okay, fine. You listen to Shaman Durek. I get it. You listen to Shaman Durek. Fine. And Shaman Durek used to be an angel. He was in heaven known as like angel. I don't even want to tell you his name because it's kind of ridiculous. But anyway, I'll tell you anyway. His name was Angel Turiel. And he was an angel that helps beings move on their journey. He helps angels actually understand themselves to their greatest potential and moves them on the journey. He's kind of, you know, moves beings to different dimensions. He's so kind and so nice, isn't he? And literally decided to merge with other spirits that had other lifetimes, which, you know, happen simultaneously, but you probably don't know that because you don't understand quantum physics because we always keep you present in the now. Because <laughs> we've even infiltrated that too, by the way. And we infiltrate all your spiritual stuff too. So just so you know about that, but just going forward. So anyway, yeah, so there's Shaman Durek and, you know, yeah, he made choices with these other beings that were in the darkness and literally decided to share his light frequency with them as an angelic host and went into the darkness and figured out our realm and then got out of the darkness by rising up like, not because he was the angel who could easily just pull himself out of it easily, but he decided to allow himself to be subdued by the darkness, which is all of us on, in the underworld and there's many of us, like more than you can handle in your counting. And so basically... He came through the darkness through his own experiences and then decided that in each life he was going to play a certain role, which are all happy simultaneously until he created this one, which where he actually gets to bring more of his angelic energies out because he's pulled himself from that darkness and he's still pulling himself from certain things in human suffering so he can understand more of humans' behaviors and why they make choices and what it feels like that keeps them there. You know, he's kind of like a locksmith. He unlocks things for you whatever. But what he really does is he's really here not to just be Shaman Durek. He's here to actually help you see your own divinity inside and have your relationship and have a correct relationship with creator in the way that it's supposed to be that would literally give you the capacity to love beyond any kind of restraints or any kind of fear or anything and then build a, a beautiful beings of of love operating in leadership that would be able to walk into our world and open up the doors into our dark realm and bring home a lot of your brothers and sisters who you don't remember because you know, they erased your memory when you left the light realms. That way you would fully consume the darkness, meaning like you would figure it out through learning and experiencing versus just coming here like what, what Shaman Durek did. Like even though he was an angel, he didn't just go into those lifetimes and was like, I'm going to be the angel and, and fix everything. No, he was like, I'm going to be the angel and embodying inside of these beings that were held with, through us in darkness. You know, like his time when he was a pharaoh in Egypt and Persia and all the other lifetimes he lived nonetheless 
So what? So he's here to help you recognize your power. And I'm sure by me coming through and telling you all of these things, because, ha ha, I was a spirit that Shaman Derek saved a long time ago. But when I say saved, it's not the same way you say saved on earth. When I say saved means that I was a person who massacred billions of people in very ancient times. And Shaman Derek found me and brought me to the light and asked me to come through to speak to all of you, to let you know what the darkness is up to and what it does and how it operates on your world. You may believe some of the things that I've shared with you, and you may not, but we in the light want you to know that you have the power, that you are amazing, and that you can do anything. And the reason why I shared these things with you is so that you can have a greater understanding you see, Shaman Durek asked me last night if I would come and speak to you and share with you through his being, of course, in his playful manner and so forth. So I've been speaking through him. And I want you to know that we love you and we know how powerful you are or you would have never left the inner realms of light and chose a human body on earth, your parents, your geographical location, if you chose to be male or female. But I encourage you to wipe away your labels, your phobias, your fears, the parts of you that say you would never do something or do something because it's been programmed by something that told you something horrible or bad would happen or that it would make you something or people wouldn't love you. Do the opposite. Live your truth. Stay in your heart. Learn to love beyond all limitations and you will be triumphant. Thank you, Shaman Derek, for letting me come through. It's a pleasure. I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that uh, I wanted to do something different today. So I was really excited about having you come through. And, and of course, you know, um, yeah. And like, you know, what he was saying was that it's um, not about saving. It was about helping him see that he's loved and that he can come home. And so even though he massacred so many people, tribe, he also, in, in the realm of light, we understand that the body itself is the biological spacesuit. What we look at is the fact that love is love and we love beyond even what people can do or have done, right? And so I, it was easy for me to love him enough to open up the Stargate to bring him home. How's it been since you've been back in heaven? It's been amazing. It's been really beautiful. I've got to see family and friends and play and have fun and be surrounded by so many beautiful beings who love me unconditionally. And I've been able to go on other missions and support other planets and other planetary beings. So thank you. It's been amazing. And uh, we all love you and we love everyone, everyone in all over the universe. And we'll never stop loving you because that's what we are in the realm of light. It's just pure love. Thank you for sharing that with the tribe. I'm glad that they get to hear that from you. So tribe, I really just wanted you to be able to hear that and understand that and let that sink in because you owe it to yourself to be the most radiant, powerful being that you are. And you have all the ability inside of you that little girl, that little boy, God, waiting for you. Come home. Go in. Change the circumstances from the outside. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to have all these things going on on the outside. You just need to go in and let God know what it can do and watch the miracle. Exciting news, tribe. My new book, Spirit Hacking is now available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon and wherever books are sold. Put a pre-order in, tribe. We are here to change the world with this book. And by pre-ordering this book, it is making it possible for me to be a New York Times bestseller. So the more books we sell on pre-order, when all the books go out, it's going to be great. It's about being lit and it's about spreading that fire around the world. Invite to ignite. Let everyone know Spirit Hacking is available. Love you. I love you so much. And I am so happy. 
happy to be here on earth and happy to share with you tribal members. You're all so powerful. And if you want to level up your abilities, please sign up on my newsletter. It's going to be wonderful things. We have shamanic school starting, which is going to be great. Um, we've got some really great events uh, coming up, uh, which I think uh, you might want to know about. One of the events that we have coming up is uh, we have a tune. You can find that on my Instagram, a tune that's going to be coming up as well. And that's from November 8th to 11th uh, in 2019. And it's going to be amazing. We have Elizabeth Gilbert, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Sahara Rose, Light Watkins, um, so many powerful people that are going to be there. Uh, you know, Taryn Toomey, the list goes on. Uh, so please, please, please get your tickets to join us for that, which is definitely, definitely going to be wonderful. Um, there's also going to be other great stuff I'm doing. I'm doing a camp out this year, which you can come out by the river and spend time with me and learn shamanism up in the California mountains. That will be also uh, sent through the newsletter and a lot of other things. We got the shaman school, which is going to be great online where you can study shamanism and take, you know, and get involved in that. We also are going to be starting doing the uh, the platforms where we're gonna be, I'm going to be teaching sh classes like I do when I do these class teachings that I do in LA and New York and Miami. I'm going to be doing it now virtually. So I'm doing it more on, um, you know, for the globe because there's so many people in so many parts of the world that are not able to go to these cities and it's, and it's not fair. And I've heard the tribe speak. And so I'm ready to take action to make it possible to be able to serve you in any way I can to level you up, to be the leader that you've come here to be to leave legacy so that is a wonderful thing as well so please invite to ignite people into the tribe let's keep and thrive and keep alive this love this vibe this amazing tribe is so powerful and i love you and please leave a review on on itunes if you can i love you so much and you are so beautiful and you are so wonderful and you're so delightful until next time See you later, alligator. Bye.